The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hey folks, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Item of the Week. If the Twitter toddler in the White House has you completely stressed out, head on over to BubbleGenius.com and pick up their exclusive Republican voodoo doll featuring the face and body of our cartoon dictator. This item is only available for a limited time, so get yours now, only $25 at BubbleGenius.com, with a third of the proceeds going to support the campaigns of resistance candidates across the country. Plus, if you use our promo code BOBC at checkout, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. A ground and pound beast mode monster in your face, one ass kicking maniac. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. They will shoot a hundred people in Vegas, okay? And somebody will come on TV, you know, and they'll just talk like, hey, you know, if the gunman. Would have had a knife, he could have stabbed a hundred people to death. Could have stabbed a hundred people? Yo, check this out, check this out. If a hundred people ever got stabbed at the same time, in the same place, by the same person, you know what that would mean? 97 people deserve to die. <laughs> what, you just watching this shit? <laughs> oh shit, somebody got stabbed. Ooh, they stabbed somebody else. Ooh, he stabbed somebody else. Ooh, he getting closer. <laughs> Ooh, he stabbed me. I didn't see that coming. Oh, he stabbed a lady behind me. He's a stabbing fool. Bob Seska. Bob. 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 The Bob Seska Show. Says who? Says who? Says who? God damn it. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, March 15, 2018, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I am Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi. We are brought to you by BubbleGenius.com. It's the best soap in the world. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. Get the best lawyer in the world at TheBowenLawGroup.com. Okay, you know what? Way too much crap to talk about. The madness continues. It is Trump Crisis Day 420. <laughs> 420. Uh, 236 days left until the 2018 midterms. And Democrats, God damn it, get out there. Democrats, just because they're talking about a blue wave doesn't mean you don't have to vote. You have to vote. You have to do this. If for no other reason than to elect a Democratic Congress that will block Donald Trump and this stupid, 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 stupid wall. God damn it! For no other reason than to piss in his eye. <laughs> Donald Trump <laughs> was at the stupid Stonehenge uh, at the border of all those different types of see-through, very see-through, invisible walls. You know, let's bring in Jody Hamilton. Jody Hamilton's here from the Stephanie Miller Show and from the, from the Bunker Podcast. Hi, Jody. 
Hi, Bob. Hello, Bob. Donald Trump was amazed by the see-through walls at the border the other day. Uh, I, I think he's imagining... Uh, maybe not invisible walls. I don't know if that's what he was talking about, invisible walls or or what the hell it was. But on the same day that he was talking about invisible walls at the border, he was also talking about, uh, well, he was talking about forming a military space force, which sounded like something he just yanked out of his ass and said, hey, you know, this is a great idea. It's the best idea. Best idea I've had since the invisible wall. Block all the people. 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 So then on top of that, he uh, he had to delete a tweet because he misspelled Marine Corps. Corps. Yeah. I know. <sighs> C-O-R-E I, I, is how he spelled it. I know. It, it was like, oh, my God. Did Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. He's, he's the smartest guy. He's got the best words, right? Just um, the one, Corps. It's only spelled one way. Yeah, and and you know what? But that all of that aside, there are just a gazillion things that have happened since then. Um, where do we begin? First of all, I guess there's the breaking news, Jody. There's news that just broke just now, just before we started the show. The word from NBC News is that the House Democrats are saying that a whistleblower has come forward with claims that the State Department was targeting career employees, career government officials, who aren't oh who aren't supportive of Donald Trump's agenda? Yeah, yeah. You so mean like keeping us all safe? Obviously, they're going through non-political appointees right now. They're scouring right. all of the government employees, the GS various level employees who have been serving in the State Department. Not as again, not as political appointees, but people who have climbed the ladder through. The government bureaucracy, you know, one step to another and and then getting to the State Department. And now they're being targeted as to whether or not they support Donald Trump. It's, it has nothing, I think, little to do with his agenda. It's just like, do you like Donald Trump? And if they say no, we fire them. That, I mean, wow. it sounds like that's what the news is coming down. Uh, I know NBC News is running uh, with it right now on MSNBC where they're talking about it. And we'll obviously get more details as we go. But uh, this is, of course, not surprising. None of this, it's, you know, everything that comes down like this, it's like a surprise, not surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised at the same time. I, I, it's, I talked to a friend of mine from Alabama yesterday. His dad is a Fox watching guy and, and is completely and utterly brainwashed. And I said, does he even know what's going on? And he's like, no, because he's watching Fox News. Yeah, exactly. I mean, these people are going to be so blindsided, especially when they see uh, more indictments coming down from Mueller, when they see Mueller's final report. Will they actually see it is the question. Yeah. Well, they're going to hear about it. You know, they've heard about things through Fox News, little bits of things as they have happened, but they don't have any of the background that we're all getting we're not i mean all the rest of us all of the normals we're all connecting the dots and and we have a pretty solid idea of what the narrative for trump russia is and their minds are going to be blown and that that of course only uh is specific to the people who can read who are trump supporters (laughs) so the people who can't read uh will probably won't get all that uh all of that information at some point but but we hope it comes soon uh meanwhile i wanted to mention how thoroughly impressed i was by the way we had a clip at the top of the show from uh, uh chris rock's new netflix genius. special <laughs> tambourine that bit with the stabbing oh no he's getting closer uh that is the one of the funniest things i've ever seen and there were uh, probably five or six moments like that where 
it was so funny i couldn't stop laughing and i had to rewind so we could <laughs> re-watch all of the things that we missed because we were laughing. laughing so hard so uh so along those lines i was so impressed with the uh with this post-millennial generation that did the uh, national walkout day uh mm -hmm. yesterday and not just the activism of it but the way i can't reiterate this enough the way they are handling themselves with a very clear uh, handful of leaders. So we know we have a go-to set of, uh, of leaders to talk to and to get information mm -hmm. from and get the messaging from. The people who are standing up and speaking at these events are doing an extraordinary job. These kids are super impressive. And what, 3,000 different schools? There were walkouts from 3,000 different schools. There was right by where I live. Lonnie had to go get his teeth cleaned, and he drove by there. He said the cops were there. The whole street was shut down, and all the kids from North Hollywood High were out in protest. Wow. And I was so proud of them. I was like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know what? I saw the picture of the students from Sandy Hook walking yeah. out yesterday and but you want to talk about an emotional moment when i saw that headline and i saw those pictures and those those kids marching out last time we saw kids marching out of sandy hook elementary school was uh when they were when when being shot at 20, yeah 20 of them had been shot and and mm -hmm. including uh what five 26 people total unbelievable and so what what a difference it makes to to see them taking a stand in particular mm -hmm. the students because if you remember they were six years old in december of 2012 so you know they're they're about 12 now mm -hmm. i mean so it's been six years since those kids and and we're talking about people who were there kids who were there when when dylan roof walked in with was it dylan roof no I'm, no it was uh, adam lanza, adam lanza. Dylan lanza. roof was the yeah. charleston shooter yeah, I get all my mass shooters mixed up. I, I, yeah, need, to, me <laughs> I need to create another whiteboard here. Well, I mean, they all look alike because they're usually white males. White males with crazy eyes. They got the cra mm -hmm. Every single one of them got the, the crazy, uh, spooky horror movie eyes. So, mm -hmm. uh, and so the last time they walked out of that school, uh, Adam Lanza was, was killing their fellow students inside mm -hmm. the school. So, yep. uh, again, what an amazing sight to see and, and what a stirring moment to, to not only see kids from 3,000 different schools walking out, but also those kids from, uh, from Sandy Hook in particular. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, I guess the big news of the day so far uh, has been that Donald Trump confessed to lying to Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. He's dreamy. <laughs> That's right. You know what? I think Justin Trudeau is absolutely dreamy. He is the dreamiest of all world leaders. Although there is Duterte. I don't know if you've seen Duterte. Oh, well, he's, he's, you know, he's quite the guy. In a swimsuit? Have you ever seen Duterte <laughs> on like a Filipino beach? You will be blown away. The, the, oh. I don't know. I'm just making that up. Duterte is an evil, horrible man. Uh, he is. So, so Donald Trump lied to Justin Trudeau about our trade surplus with Canada. And, and at a fundraiser yesterday, he actually just confessed that he made it up. He just says this crap. And again, once again, I mean, everything that comes out of the Trump inner circle, and we're going to get to a story uh, about Michael Cohen here in a second. Uh, says who? Says who? And Michael Cohen also likes to make things worse for himself. Donald Trump is the master at making things worse for himself. Everything Donald Trump does makes things worse for Donald Trump. And at some point, you know, you just sit back and let him do it. But I mean, for the longest time, 
you'd see Donald Trump doing things like this and you just want to go shut up shut up hey. shut shut, shut the hell up shut up shut up shut up shut up shut up shut up yeah shut up right that's me watching TV every night and every time there's a clip <laughs> yeah. of Donald Trump that comes on so uh, at a fundraising speech Wednesday he made up information in a meeting uh, with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau he said uh, Trudeau came to me He's a good guy, Justin. He said, no, no, we have no trade deficit with you. We have none. Donald, please. Nice guy, good looking guy, comes in. Donald, we have no trade deficit. He's very proud because everybody else, you know, we're getting killed. So he's proud. I said, wrong, Justin. You do. I didn't even know. I had no idea. I just said, you're wrong. You know why? Because you're so stupid. And I thought they were smart. I said, you're wrong, Justin. He said, nope, we have no trade deficit. I said, well, in that case, I feel different. I said, but I don't believe it. I said, one of our guys out, this guy, my guy, they went out. I said, check, because I can't believe it. Well, sir, you're actually right. We have no deficit, but that doesn't include energy and timber. And when you do, we lose $17 billion a year. That's incredible. I have no idea what I just read. Oh, my God. Shut up. That, <laughs> yeah, again, please. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Just. Just. And of course, in the Washington Post write-up, they quote here, they say the office of the uh, United States Trade Representative says the United States has a trade surplus with Canada. Yes. It reports uh, that in 2016, the U.S. exported $12.5 billion more in goods and services than it imported from Canada, leading to a trade surplus, not a deficit. And of course, Donald Trump is a phenomenal moron. He said it again. He said it again this afternoon. He was at some rally doing another one of his uh, coked up uh, scre <laughs> screech fests. And here, this is kind of a sense of what he actually said. This is Donald Trump repeating the whole thing again. And yes, yes, forgive me. This is this is the actual. I'm, gonna I'm taking off my headphones. I'm I'm, inner, I'm <laughs> pulling a chair, challenging my inner chess right now. <laughs> Well, here we go. I like the prime minister very much. Prime Minister Trudeau. Mm -hmm. Nice guy. Good nice guy. guy. Great no, guy. I like him. The best guy. But we had a meeting. He said, no, no, you have a trade surplus. I said, no, we don't. He said, no, no, you have a trade surplus. <laughs> I said, Mr. Prime Minister, we do not. He said, how do you know? I said, because we don't have a surplus with anybody. We have the worst deals. He said, I'm telling you that Canada has a deficit with the United States. This is, uh, Justin Trudeau probably wanted to beat his face up against a wall after about two seconds of this meeting, because I know I would. I mean, anyone who has a crazy uncle who watches Fox News Channel all the time knows mm. exactly what Trudeau was up against because this is Donald Trump being crazy uncle who watches too much Fox News Channel. Donald Trump believes everything he sees on Fox News Channel and disbelieves anything that comes to him from official circles. So even after he sent one of his staffers out to look up whether or not there's a trade deficit or a trade surplus with Canada and they come back and they say there's a trade surplus. He's like, oh, but wait, there's the timber, timber. and the energy and the timber. Energy, the timber. Oh, God. Please. And he does it. He does, here's the fast version from the other day. It was like, it was all like, when you add Adderall and the jibadoo, it becomes just not. There's it's, the no, it's the world's worst scatting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Here's a little bit more of this. I told my people, in front of a lot of people, I said, go out and check. And he was right. Except. He forgot two categories, lumber 
timber and energy. Other right. than that, he was right. When you add them all together, oh. we actually have a $17 billion deficit with Canada, no. right? Wrong. So he forgot a couple of categories wrong, that wrong, he didn't wrong, want to mention. Wrong, 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 wrong. He's wrong, wrong, Shut wrong. Up. Yeah, please. Shut Thank you. the hell up. Thank you, Skylar. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Shut, Shut up. up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. God damn it. God damn this crazy person. He's torturing us now is what's going yes. on. He's just deliberately doing this to fuck us up. I mean, between this and the Marine Corps thing and the Space Force and the, the Tuesday morning massacre where he fired seven people and mm -hmm. he's going to fire more people. This is getting even crazier. And, and you know what? We've talked about this, Jody. We've warned people. We said as, as Mueller gets closer, Trump will get crazier. And we yep. know that Mueller is getting closer and closer. Yep. So, yeah. So meanwhile, uh, talk about guys who make things worse for themselves. This might be my favorite story of the week. And it comes to us via Michael Cohen. Says who? Right? That guy. So Michael Cohen, once again, and the entire Trump inner circle are easily the dumbest crooks in history. You know, I, I got my radio start interning for the, the nationally syndicated Don and Mike show. If you're from the Washington, D.C. area, you probably are aware of Don and Mike. Well, right. Don's doing his own thing now, his own podcast, and Mike, I don't know what the hell Mike's doing. But they're off and they're doing their own separate things. But for the longest time, they were the morning zoo in Washington, D.C. And they used to do a wacky morning zoo segment every morning called Crooks are stupid. And it was always these kicker stories about uh, like dumb criminals. Like, for example, a, a dumb criminal who would write like a, a, a stick up note on the back of one of his own personal checks and then slide it to the teller. Hey, this is a stick up. Oh, thank you, Mr. Vandalay. And it's <laughs> here's your account number right here on the check that you wrote the stupid stick up note on the back of. And so this is the kind of crooks. Donald Trump and all of his Donald Trump inner circle people are. That includes, of course, Michael Cohen. And it, it absolutely includes uh, uh, Donald Trump Jr., who, by the way, the other day ate his own weight in ice cream. Says who? And, <laughs> and so it's everyone who is in the loop inside the Trump organization or somehow linked ten, ten, even tangentially to the Trump organization, they are stupid, stupid fucking idiots. So... Mm -hmm. What we know is that uh, that Michael Cohen, who is Trump's personal lawyer and the guy who says this. Says who? <laughs> at some point, someone's going to go, would you stop that with the says who? And, and I'm expecting that person to be Kimberly, like at any second. <laughs> because anytime there's B-roll of Michael Cohen on TV, I'm going, says who? Says who? Says who? Says who? And so uh, anyway, so, so Michael Cohen decided to sue BuzzFeed. Right. Because Michael Cohen is named in the Steele dossier a bunch of times. I think I counted something like nine times Michael Cohen is mentioned in the Steele dossier. But and, and, and they're already starting to call it the BuzzFeed maneuver because BuzzFeed has decided to use the discovery process of the lawsuit to get all kinds of information about Stormy Daniels from Michael Cohen because Michael Cohen is a stupid goddamn idiot. All right, so... Says here, according to Politico, BuzzFeed may have found a legal opening to allow the porn actress Stormy Daniels to discuss her alleged relationship with President Donald Trump and a $130,000 payment she received just before the 2016 election as part of a non-disclosure agreement she is now trying to void. The same Trump attorney who brokered the deal with Daniels, Michael Cohen, 
uh, filed a libel suit in January against BuzzFeed and four of its staffers over publication of the so-called dossier. Now, BuzzFeed is using Cohen's libel suit as a vehicle to, to demand uh, that Daniels preserve all records relating to her relationship with Trump, as well as her dealings with Cohen and the payment he has acknowledged uh, arranging in 2016. On Tuesday, BuzzFeed's lawyer wrote to Daniels' attorney asking that the adult film actress, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, preserve various categories of documents. Such preservation letters are often a prelude to a subpoena. If Daniels' testimony is formally demanded in a deposition, the non-disclosure agreement would would be like would likely be no obstacle legal experts said <laughs> holy hell De- <laughs> definitely need one of these laughs right <laughs> that's me reading this story with a big cigar hanging out of my mouth or francis mcdormand at the oscars <laughs> right oh my god yes holy hell this is just and it couldn't happen to a better guy because, as you know, like Michael Cohen fancies himself to be like a like a mob lawyer. He fancies himself to be like a like a Sopranos character or a Goodfellas character. He's just like mm-hmm. he's de- he so desperately Jody wants to be like an Italian goomba. He wants like oh yeah, like a guy. Okay, you you maybe Kiyofi can't refuse. You know, he's like probably going around using all the lingo that he saw on the Sopranos, making everyone around him go. Would you seriously? You're not even Italian. Would you just He's trying to take lessons from the mooch. <laughs> That's right. He's being the mooch. He's taking a big lesson from him because of course the mooch is also pretending like he's in the mafia. But at least the mooch yeah. is at least somewhat Italian. Somewhat. Yeah. But uh in related news, for the first time documents have surfaced that appear to tie and this is according to the Wall Street Journal appear to tie Trump's main holding company directly to the effort to silence Stormy Daniels. Again, this is a follow the money type of situation. So mm-hmm. they're trying to find out. And I believe my theory is assuming the worst about Trump and all of his people and all of his people, uh, people. And all, so what happened was, I think that the campaign paid Michael Cohen, gave Michael Cohen the $130,000. And then Michael Cohen opened this bank account basically to launder the money, disguising where it originally came from. Mm-hmm. But they're going, of course, of course, they're going to find out. They're going to find out that it came from either the Trump organization or my guess being the uh, Trump campaign itself. Daniel's attorney has revealed arbitration filings that show a direct connection between Trump's company and the non-disclosure agreement with Daniel's. And of course, they use again. Every time Stormy Daniels is mentioned, they have to say, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford? <laughs> A.K.A. Stephanie Clifford, who A- looks like Marla Maples. <laughs> That's right. Jesus. Mr. Cohen and White House representatives have denied any sexual encounter took place between Mr. Trump and Miss Clifford. Right. Mm-hmm. Until the until the dick pics come out. And if his uh-huh. if Trump's dick looks any any larger than, you know, a Cheeto. <laughs> he's gonna he says, it's totally me i totally confess to the whole thing i mean after all look at my dick and so that's that's gonna be the horrifying news that we're one of these days one of these days we're gonna be launching the show saying they were dick pics and trump loves them i i dick pics are gonna bring him down <laughs> yeah i'm surprised they haven't already <sighs> I but know. uh i just i any other any other of our presidents prior to this thing yeah, would have been brought down before the election, let alone since then. Yeah, right, right. So I mean, it's just shocking to me. 
There are so many things, Jody. I mean, if you take even Russia out of the equation, there are yeah. a, a gazillion different things that you could grab Trump on that that would be, I think, impeachment worthy. At the very yeah. least, I mean, a, a presidency in disgrace, even without the whole Russia uh, treason and counter espionage investigation and all of that. You take that money laundering and obstruction of justice, take that all out of the equation. And this guy still would have to be removed from office for any number of other reasons. And you know what? It could be if there's something could come of the Stormy Daniels thing that could uh, make it even worse for Trump. And, and we know already that they will make it worse for themselves. They right. will they will continue to do stupid goddamn things like stupid, stupid Michael Cohen, leaving himself open to uh, all, all kinds of new discovery Says who? of uh, of Stormy Daniels information. And who knows other kinds of information. That's what they do. They are so dumb with their stupid, stupid lawsuits. They threaten lawsuits and then their opponents use the discovery phase to further embarrass them. Again, mm -hmm. crooks are stupid. These are the dumbest crooks. These these, this would not even be uh, worthy of an Onion story or like some <laughs> parody or Saturday Night Live sketch about stupid, stupid, stupid criminals. This is beyond stupid territory. No, I mean, I've seen slapstick comedies that were smarter. <laughs> yeah. Three yeah. Stooges were smarter. The Three Stooges were way smart compared to these guys. Yeah, I mean, well, it's... I mean, the, the little rascals at their youngest, smarter. Scooby-Doo, smarter. Yeah, I mean, you know, I always compare the Trump administration to that uh, Three Stooges short called A Plumbing We Will Go. All you have to do <laughs> is go look at, I think it's on YouTube, go search for Three Stooges, A Plumbing We Will Go. Because it's it's the Three Stooges, and I'm not a huge Three Stooges fan, but I always, I always like this analogy, that it's the Three Stooges going to this hoity-toity Victorian home where they're having a dinner party with all of the upper crusts of muckety-mucks, and then the Three, three Stooges at the same time have to fix the leaky pipes in this house and then you can of course imagine what happens at one point curly is is trapped inside a cage of pipes that he's made and they're all leaking at the same time and i imagine that's that's either donald trump jr or the president himself because that's perpetually what happens to them well, yeah, I mean, as far as like Scooby-Doo, I'm not comparing them to those meddling kids. I'm comparing them to the villains. They're, he, they are stupider than the villains in Scooby-Doo. Yeah, easily, easily stupider than the villains. There are, uh, it, you'd be hard-pressed to find a bunch of crooks at this level who are dumber than the, uh, than the Trump I know, people. you'd think they'd be smarter. They, they, you'd think they would hire the best crooks. Yeah. They, but they don't pay their bills, so there's that. Yeah, they hire the worst crooks. I mean, look at his legal representation. On Russia, I mean, this guy, John Dowd, mm -hmm. this guy, John Dowd, is in serious trouble at, on top of being an a-hole of phenomenal proportions. John Dowd was just cited for illegal campaign contributions. <laughs> this is so funny. It's so easy not to do. Yeah, according to, uh, and this is CNBC, this is the, this is the network that uh, Larry Kudlow, the new economic advisor for Donald Trump, this is Kudlow's network reporting on this uh, news story about John Dowd. President Donald Trump's personal lawyer in the Russia probe, John Dowd, uh, contributed more money last year to the president's reelection campaign than is legally permissible, according to a recent letter from the Federal Election Commission to the Trump campaign. Dowd is Trump's lead counsel, blah, blah, blah. In a March 8 letter from the FEC to Bradley Crate, the Trump campaign treasurer, put the campaign on notice that there were 108 donors who made excessive 
prohibited and impermissible contributions to the Trump campaign in the last quarter of 2017. Dowd's name appeared on this list below. The X is for donations that require additional details, and they show here the little part part of the spreadsheet showing John Dowd's name turning up twice. One with a donation, it says here, of $2,700 on October 1st, 2017. Another donation of $300 from the 4th of July, 2017. Well, I remember when I was donating money to the Obama campaign in 2008, yeah, And I said, you know, I've maxed out my donations, but I'd like to go to this thing. And I was assured they're like, look, you can donate, but we'll put it someplace else. We'll put it to the DNC. We'll put it to the DCCC. We'll right. put it someplace else. It'll come in through our thing, but then we will allocate that money to go somewhere else. And so is Donald Trump not doing that? Because he's supposed to. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think so. I, I and mean, this is what happens when you get people who know nothing about politics and nothing about the rules of politics. They just derp their way into all kinds of trouble. Uh, it says here, by the way, the, under federal law, the maximum amount an individual may contribute to a political campaign per election is $2,700, but right. Dowd has given a total of 3000 to Trump's 2020 general election campaign, according to the tally the FEC sent to the Trump Just campaign. Just donate to a pack, you dumb Yeah, you fuck. idiots, you dumb hick. <laughs> uh, we, we have a rumor, and there's a rumor going around about... What's going to happen to the Trump administration officials who are about to be fired and who will be replaced by other Trump administration officials? I want to read this rumor, but I also want to preference that it's that it should be taken with a huge grain of salt, given the source, because the source is not necessarily a reliable source. And that, that source, of course, is Bill Crystal. We'll get to that in just a uh, right. just a second here. We're going to talk about online dating. Uh, as you know, I met, fun. I, I met Kimberly on Facebook. Uh, we started as Facebook friends, and then we were working together on some uh, project involving politics. And then, uh, and then, of course, you know what happens. The rest is history. And so I'm a strong believer in the ability of the Internet to bring people together and to create long-lasting relationships. But if you've tried dating online, chances are you've experienced lazy text messages and dead-end conversations, random matches that don't turn into dates or... Or you've learned that uh, just looking at someone's picture doesn't help you get to know them. eHarmony, let's talk about eHarmony, is not like other dating sites. It takes steps the others don't to help you find a more compatible match. eHarmony is not some shallow hookup site. It's about lasting, meaningful relationships. eHarmony's helped over a million people find their perfect match using years of scientific data and psychological research. And now my listeners can get a month of eHarmony for free. When they sign up for a three-month subscription, just enter my code B-O-B-C at checkout. By the way, uh, our good friend Frederick Pogue, Comedy Fred, who is responsible for bringing me and Chez to Tennessee for Chez to participate in panel. Those of you, uh, Chez participates in panel. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so those of you who know that uh, know the story of Chez participates in panel, you might have heard of Fred Pogue. Well, I've used him because I'm already taken, so I'm not going to sign up for eHarmony. But I've 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 convinced Fred Pogue to sign up for eHarmony, and he's going to be checking back in with us intermittently with his experience signing up for eHarmony. So next time I'm talking about eHarmony, we're going to get a status update from uh, from Comedy Fred about. Uh, 
about his experience uh, signing up for eHarmony and, and seeing what happens with his dating experience there. Again, just awesome. enter my code BOBC at checkout. Stop waiting and start your journey to a satisfying, meaningful relationship just like Comedy Fred. It can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're already uh, when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's one app that's built to bring you real love, and that's eHarmony. Come see how eHarmony can change your life. Go to eHarmony.com and get started, and be sure to enter my promo code don't forget it b-o-b-c do that right now the bob seska show the bob seska show presented by bubblegenius.com thank you buzz uh okay by the way, you can still go shopping through our Amazon link. It's at bobsuska.com beneath the, uh, just beneath the logo. It's the all caps Amazon link. It takes you right to the front page of amazon.com. You go shopping as normal because Amazon literally has everything you could possibly imagine. Plus, if you sign up for Amazon Prime through our uh, banner at bobsuska.com, you get all kinds of cool stuff like free shipping, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So go and do that right now, and we thank you in advance for that okay so uh as we as we listen to the sweet singing lies in your eyes i'm rocking out yeah so bill crystal posted this on twitter just a uh, a few minutes ago he uh he makes sure to underscore the fact that this is room ent which is rumor intelligence right. rumor based intelligence uh, but a pretty credible room ent he says here trump is preparing to fire jeff sessions He's going to fire Jeff Sessions and then he's going to name. Oh, man, this is not good. If this is right, this is very, very bad. He wants to name Scott Pruitt as the acting AG. Yeah, that's that's bad. Which he can since he already holds a Senate confirmed position. And then Pruitt will then fire Robert Mueller. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, H.R. McMaster Puffin stuff is likely to be replaced by oh, the mustache, John Bolton. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. And by the way, Shulkin, who is the Secretary of Veterans Affairs, he's also on his way out for what it's worth. Shulkin, Shulkin's one of the few uh, uh, Trump nominees for cabinet secretary. Uh, that, you know, the most liberal Democrats in the United States Senate voted to confirm. B- Bernie Sanders voted to confirm Shulkin as the uh, Secretary of Veterans Affairs. So uh, that'll give you an idea of where Shulkin is coming from. But McMaster, that's really bad. McMaster leaving could be yeah. horribly dangerous. Of course, Scott Pruitt, who's fucking nuts mm-hmm. as Attorney General, of course he's going to fire Mueller. If Scott Pruitt goes in there, remember Scott Pruitt doesn't have to uh, doesn't have to be confirmed. Scott Pruitt uh, can easily do this. He doesn't have to recuse himself unless they couldn't, figure wouldn't out. Wouldn't he need to be reconfirmed for a different position? Not if he's acting. Not if he's the oh, not yeah. if he's the acting AG. What we've observed is Jody. It's it's almost impossible right now for Trump to bring in anyone from the outside because no one wants to touch this. It's the I wouldn't want to get near that. 
Yeah, I mean, it's basically the Trump administration is the third rail. It's the Titanic. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's crashing and burning now. No one wants to touch it. It's absolutely toxic. This is going to be the process now with the Trump administration, him moving everyone around until he gets the first, the, the finest alignment of, of yes men and sycophants that he could possibly get. This is Trump putting together not the cabinet he needs, but the cabinet he wants. Right. And this is going to be tragic and horrible especially if John Bolton is uh, the national security advisor. But I thought Donald Trump hated the mustache. So, yeah, I thought so too because he's not like good looking enough or something or Yeah, he's whatever. just, he doesn't trust guys with mustaches. <laughs> it's one of his weird fucked up Trump things, <laughs> right? He's got to do the dick tent whenever he's sitting at an event right. uh, where he's got his elbows on his knees and then he's making like that. I don't know. It's like a, a vagina gesture. I've been calling it a dick tent because no, it's, it's actually the sign for vagina in sign language. Is it really? Is that what he's doing? He's just uh-huh. constantly making a sign language vagina symbol. I don't think he knows that's what he's doing, but that's what it is. Well, he does the same thing. Like when he, like we've talked about this before. When he's sitting in a cabinet meeting, he's got his elbows on the table, and then he's got his right right hand is clasping his left forearm for dear life. And of course, we all know all of his random herky-jerky hand gestures when he's giving his rally. But uh, I don't even know why I got off on this. Oh, I know, because of the mustache. (laughs) That brain is like, if if you were to open up uh, Donald Trump's brain, if you were to somehow uh, link to Donald Trump's brain and get a visual sense of what's going on in that brain, it's got to be like a bag full of badgers. Just crazy, <laughs> rabid badgers. Like, and, and just throw in some monkeys, too. It's just monkeys and badgers. And then sometimes when he doesn't have his Adderall, it just looks like a donkey napping under a tree. <laughs> it's just like that. It's the Homer Simpson donkey napping under a tree uh, image in Donald Trump's brain. That's one way to put it. So, meanwhile, <laughs> speaking of Adderall, which makes you want to think of cocaine because it's very yes. similar, Trump is going to name economist and CNBC senior contributor Larry Kudlow to replace Gary Cohn as the White House National Economic uh, Council, the, the head of that uh, National Economic Council, his chief economic advisor. Kudlow replaced Gary Cohn, who resigned over disagreements with Trump's decision to impose tariffs on steel and aluminum imports. And uh, Kudlow, evidently, I've been hearing rumors on the internets about uh, Kudlow having a fondness for cocaine. Oh, nice. So, they can do it together. Yeah, Trump and Kudlow can sit there and, and, and just do line after line, almost like Boogie Nights. It'd be like that scene in Boogie <laughs> Nights where Dirk Diggler and Chest Ro- <laughs> Rockwell are just doing line after line of cocaine and then, <laughs> then recording stupid pop songs in the, uh, in the studio, just all coked out. So they're going to be doing line after line of just crushed up Adderall. I think that's that's why he's bringing in Gary Kudlow. In, in other news, they're bringing in uh, CNBC's Jim Cramer to be the uh, sound effects czar. That's, <laughs> I, I'm making that up. That's that's not real. But that would I, be fun, though. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that was actually true on some level. <laughs> I'm bringing in Jim Cramer. He makes the funniest sound effects. He's gonna bring all his big red buttons, and he's gonna have funny noises like that was easy. That's one of Jim Cramer's spazzy. Oh, He's like, guys, Jim Cramer could actually give me and Stephanie Miller a run for our money with the, uh, with the zingers and sound effects. Like, yeah, he's, you're right. He is very good at it. I'll give him that. He's, and he's so spazzy. 
He is so <laughs> spazzy. And you know what? Jim Cramer is actually a Democrat. He actually let uh-huh. it slip one time that he's a <laughs> that he's a liberal Democrat. He's wealthier than God, but yeah. he's a Democrat. He's sort of like a uh, uh, who's that? Who's that rich guy? Uh, George shoot. Soros. No, yeah, he's like, he's like not like George Soros, but who's the other? Who's the other like billionaire? Who's, oh, Berkshire not, Hathaway. Um. <laughs> Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett is the there guy. And why, how I forgot Warren Buffett there for a second <laughs> is beyond me. But we both did it, so it's not just me. I'm gonna blame. <laughs> no, it's not just you. I'm just gonna blame Joe. Jody Hamilton maybe forget Warren Buffett's name. It's me. It's all me. Blame me all the time for everything. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm a white female. I'm a married white female. What do you expect? Oh my God. This is Jody. I'm just looking at this. I'm I'm just scrolling through, uh, you know, between the Bill Crystal news and and the firings and the possibilities of that to Space Force. He said we should have a new force called the Space Force. It's like the Army and the Navy, but for space. It's illegal. Because we're spending a lot, of, and and why does he want this space force? Well, of course, because we're spending a lot of money in space. You know how that logic all plays out. We need a yeah, space force. That. You know, we're <laughs> we're spending a lot of money in space, so we need a space force. Maybe are there international treaties preventing that? You know, I I wish Gary uh, Gary Owens was still alive. You know the, uh, the voice <laughs> guy. Gary yes, Owens. I know exactly who you're talking because about. Because he could make the uh, the jingle for space it. Space force. Go, space yeah this is just this is all so so effed up and on top of everything else jody Mm -hmm. as you know connor lamb won uh by around 627 votes in the pa 18th uh is uh is the other guy is sacone or whatever his last name is is he gonna um demand a recount or is he just no interesting (laughs) i'm surprised actually i'm surprised yeah, these guys, he's pulling the Roy Moore. I, I think now it's become part of Trumpism to just not do all the usual things. If there's anything that's normal, if there's anything that's possibly perceived as being fair play or sportsmanlike conduct, just like, ah, fuck it. I'm not going to concede. Fuck, fuck conceding. conceding. Conceding is the way the establishment used to do it, and now the establishment is rigged, so we're not going to concede anymore. Well, I mean, not conceding is one thing, but not even asking for a recount, because it's within uh, certainly within half a percentage point, you know. It's strange that he's not asking for a recount. Yeah. I, I mean, he, at all. He, he might ask for a, a recount, but uh, I don't think he's going to get one. Uh, I because I think yeah, I don't the, know what the rules are. I think the 627 votes was the was the actual election day votes, and then they still have to factor in the uh, the other you know the provisional ballots and uh-huh. the absentee ballots. And, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if uh, Sacone got a hundred percent of the absentee and provisional ballots, he still mm-hmm. wouldn't make up the 627 vote deficit. So there you go. So he'd be kind of screwed. Uh, but the latest thing on this story, uh, from the Pennsylvania 18th, Trump says a Democrat won in Pennsylvania because he's just like Trump. Oh my God. (laughs) He said here the other day, or maybe this was today. Who knows? All the days run together. The young man last night that ran, he said, oh, I'm like Trump. Second Amendment, everything. I love the tax cuts, everything. He ran on that basis, Trump said. He ran on a campaign that said very nice things about me. I said, is he a Republican? He sounds like a Republican to me. And you know what I say? Shut up. Yeah. Shut the hell up. Shut 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 up. 
Oh my God, the guy's pro-choice. He's anti the tax cuts. He ran against the tax cuts. Yes, he is a Second Amendment guy, but supports background checks and other things. He's he's personally um, pro-life, but he would never vote uh, anti-choice. Right. It's just like this whole like, dude. Seriously, the guy is not you. No. Plus, he's better looking. But of course, Donald Trump has to take credit for everything everything he sees is just, oh that's mine it's like a it's like a dog that goes around and you know like a or like a wolf that goes around and pees on everything to mark his territory he's like oh that guy connor lamb i'm just gonna lift my leg here and just pee all over his leg that's me donald trump look i'm peeing all over connor lamb's leg uh, all over the leg of lamb i'm peeing <laughs> i'm peeing on the leg of lamb. <laughs> Jesus, You're terrible. Dumbest goddamn joke I've ever told. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. That was awful. The part about urinating all over Connor Lamb, I get that. But the part about the Lego Lamb, I just completely retract. Forget that I even said it. Uh, it he didn't happen. Trump continued here by saying, but I guess when you're running in a certain area, that's probably a good tactic. See, he's getting... Once again, everything Trump does makes things worse for Trump. Trump is getting absolutely the opposite idea that he should be getting. And look, I'm fine with this. I'm fine with Mm -hmm. him thinking that people should act more like Donald Trump so they'll get elected. That is the absolute wrong thing to do. Jody, as we know, the takeaway from this election and all of the previous special elections that we've experienced over the last six months is Donald Trump is toxic. The Republican Party does not need... I mean, one of the reasons why Saccone lost this election is because of Donald Trump and because Donald Trump went there Saturday night and did some coked up spaz fest. I don't know what the hell it was, but of course it turns off the normals and you need the normals in order to win, especially when your approval rating is far, far below 50%. If Donald Trump can't believe that that's fake news, Bob. Yes. Fake news. But if Donald Trump was sitting at like 55% in the polls, he wouldn't need any more voters because generally speaking, the people who support Donald Trump will vote for his party too. But Mm -hmm. he's at, he's at 40% if he's lucky. Right. And I think that support is soft. I think his diehards are probably at a ceiling of about 25 percent. And there are some who are like holding their nose and desperately hate him, but are doing it anyway because of abortion or guns or whatever social wedge issues. So uh, so so, of course, Donald Trump doesn't care about any of that. and, And he doesn't see that he's so toxic. So he's now suggesting that anyone who acts like Donald Trump is a shoe in for victory, especially like Roy in the Moore. Fall. Y- yeah, like Roy Moore or you know uh, Rick Saccone or uh-huh. any of the number of cosplaying uh, copycats who are going to emerge uh, throughout the rest of this year, and we're going to see a lot of them. I mean, we're going to start to see all of the campaign ads where people are acting like Donald Trump or taking an AR-15 and shooting the tax code or whatever the hell else they do during these midterm elections that we've seen way too much of. But, okay, Mm -hmm. so (laughs) we're way late now, uh, but there is... Trump Russia news that we need to get to. So I'm going to get this break, this last break out of the way right now. And then when we come back, we're going to dig into a bit of a surprise right after these words. Ouch, my ass hurts. What? I said my ass hurts. Huh? Oh, geez. Someone thought I was a chocolate bunny and took a huge bite out of my ass. And it hurts. I I can barely hear you. Someone took a bite out of my ears. 
man, I know we look like chocolate, we smell like chocolate, but people can't eat us. We're soap. Want to fill your Easter basket with fabulous treats that aren't loaded with sugar? Check out all the Easter soap goodies from Bubble Genius, like our Here Comes Peter Chocolate Tail Soap, also available in pre-chomped My Ass Hurts gift baskets. What did she just say? Vegan and bunny friendly bath and body from BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska! This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. All right, I love this song. God damn it. Okay. You're uh, reminding me of my youth. Yeah, me too. It, it's also it's also used in Wet Hot American Summer, one of my all-time favorite uh, comedies. So I want to remind you, uh, we still have a Patreon page. I don't know if you uh, remember, but there's a Patreon page where you can get all kinds of bonus content from the Bob Seska Show. If you go up there and you sign up uh, for uh, various levels of uh, financial support for the show, if you sign up at a a dollar, you don't really get anything, but it's only a dollar a month and you help support free media. You help support independent media. If you sign up at $5 a month, you get the postmortem show. That's a bonus show that we do right at the end, right after the credits roll on this show. We just... Just keep on talking all the stuff we didn't get to plus some some additional things that you'll never usually get on the uh, on the free show if you sign up at ten dollars a month you get the uh, the two postmortem shows a week plus you get the Friday after party with me and Kimberly Johnson uh, and if you sign up at fifteen dollars a month you get all that stuff plus a commercial free version of this show so what happens is though is that people sign up and then at the end of the month when uh, when some of the cards get charged, some people, their their credit cards or their debit cards or whatever, their banking accounts somehow get declined. <gasps> so, so we so we make all these strides throughout the month, moving forward, moving closer and closer to having our big Wednesday show. As we as soon as we reach our goal, we're going to do it. We're going to add a Wednesday show, and we're eighty percent of the way there. But what happens is then it then it recedes back because a bunch of people don't uh, have the correct uh, information and they're the correct payment information for their subscriptions. So make sure you double check your payment information. Make sure you double check your, your credit card numbers and so on. Otherwise they're going to boot you off and I have no control over that. So I just want to, just want to warn you about that and turning a fun thing into kind of a serious like scolding thing, but that's, that's all part of the game and we're never going to get to our goal uh, to add a Wednesday show if we keep taking these, we take 10 steps forward and then we end up taking five steps back and, uh, and, and it's kind of counterproductive, but I hope, uh, I hope we can get there very, very soon. It's looking very positive at this point. So we'll wait and see on that. All right. Before we, uh, before we dig into Trump, Russia, before we dig into the latest news from Russia, and this is, there's huge news coming from the house intelligence committee, Democrats, lots of juicy things to talk about, uh, from their minor minority status report that they just released the other day. Um, how do we set this up? Uh, if you've listened to the show for longer than three years, you recognize this music. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Dan Badandi theme song. You might know Dan Badandi. He's uh, one of uh, Alex Jones's sidekicks in the 
loony conspiracy theory community. And, and by the way, we do have some some more Alex Jones news that we're going to get to probably during the postmortem show today. They're being sued. Included in the lawsuit is someone I know personally. So we'll wait and see. <laughs> wait and see on that. That's for no other reason. That's a good reason to sign up for the postmortem show to get to that. Get to that Alex Jones story. But before we go, before we go and do that, let's talk about Dan Madani. Dan Madani does a, also does his own show called the Truth Radio Show, and he's 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 not he's not the most. Mm. He's not well. He's he's not well. Here's, uh, for example, Dan Madani on his show talked about uh, not too long ago a news story that was posted on Infowars.com in which they claimed that Common Core teachers, even though there are no such thing as specifically Common Core teachers, but they were claiming that Common Core teachers were instructing kindergartners how to use strap-on dildos. And well, this, it's an important skill. It is a very important skill, but not if you're, a, you know, six years old and in <laughs> kindergarten. Uh, but I did a supercut at the time. This was a couple of years ago. I did a supercut at the time of all the times that Dan Badani said dildo. Strap on dildos. Dildo. Dildo. It's a penis. <laughs> Artificial penis. Dildos. Dildo. Dildo. Damn dildo. Strap on dildos. Dildos. <laughs> that was the Dan Badani <laughs> dildo supercut. Uh, I love that. This is also how he says Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Prime Minister. So Benjamin Netanyahu. He says Netanyahu. Netanyahu is what he I says. Uh, here's Dan Badani just saying gibberish. Okay, well, you know the thing is just important to war it out. Don't say yeah. Well, he's the blame. No, stop. Okay, <laughs> stop. In the second of all, <laughs> I don't know what that is. What, what is he saying? I have no. I have no idea what that means. I've sent that off to linguists. They've tried to translate that into English, and they've failed every single time. Uh, at least of all trying to sentence structure, that, that whole thing. And this is one more time to see if you can get it. Okay, well, you know, the thing is just important to war it out. Don't say, yeah, well, he's the dad of the blame. No, stop, okay? Stop in the second of all. <laughs> that of the blame and no. Uh, I, so stop in second of all. <laughs> what was the first of all? Oh, God. Okay, so here's the, here's the big news. Once again, Dan Badandi has announced that he's running for political office. Yes, indeed. And of course, I have his uh, his campaign theme. It's just this, 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 this just you know. Uh, Donald Trump goes out to that uh, Rolling Stone song. This will be Dan's song at the end of his thing. Like, Trump has uh, you, you can't always get what you want. Dan Badani has this weird tuba music. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So I have a bit of Dan Badani's announcement uh, in which he uh, he did a Facebook Live today. And I sat there just grinning like an idiot, watching every second of this, uh, this campaign announcement by Dan Badandi. Uh, let's see, where is this audio? Uh, shoot, do I even, did I even load this up onto my thing? Oh, here it is. Dan Badandi running for governor, but not running for governor. Hey, folks, Dan Badandi, truthradioshow.com. I'll uh, give people a couple minutes to log on. And I do want to announce I'm going to run for office. So. Okay, let's be perfectly clear about what's happening here. Dan Badani is in his car with his phone mounted on his dashboard, and he's doing a Facebook Live while he's careening down the highway at 70 miles an hour. And Doesn't he do that a lot? He does that a lot. He used to call them his Dan Badani road reports, where he would <laughs> he would drive down the highway in this 2,000-pound bullet being driven by this hairless goon from InfoWars, where he's talking and looking at the camera and gesturing 
not just with one hand, and mind you, he's driving, but with both hands. In fact, there is audio here in which he is literally on the highway going at whatever the speed of traffic is, and he starts, like, clapping. Like, he just takes his hands completely off the wheel, and he starts clapping to himself. Um, but I'm not going to say which office I'm running for yet. It's going to be a little surprise. Okay, so he's um, not going to say what office. Okay, make sure we underscore that. He's not. Gonna, it's going to be a surprise what office okay. he's running for. He's not going to reveal what the office is. I've been contemplating this for years. I did run a few years back, actually four years back, for a state senator in uh, Central Falls area. And <laughs> basically the master level, vote, voting fraud and all that, I get screwed, plain and simple. I don't know what that was. We need I to don't keep know what pushing and pushing. And I'm frankly, I'm sick of it. And my goal, yes, is to run for governor. And, <laughs> and I'm frankly, I'm, now, wait a minute. Okay, okay, wait a don't minute. Anybody. Right, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> and of course, I started to do it in the Trump voice. That's how that's how scrambled my head is right now. He's like, oh, uh, Dan, Dan Badondi here for Dan Badondi's Truth Radio Show dot com. I, uh, uh, I'm not going to tell you what office I'm running for, but I'm running for governor. My God. By the way, this will be your next national security advisor inside the Trump White House. I'm fairly yeah. convinced that that's going to be the case. So I just uh, want to get. Are you sure he's not? It's not going to be Alex Jones. Just, you know what? If he's president long enough, it, that's absolutely going to happen because Alex Jones will be one of the few people remaining who will actually want that job. No kidding. Here's a little bit more of Dan Badani before we uh, move on to something else. I win. <laughs> Hell will break loose. Hell will break loose Quite if he simple. wins. I'm not going to... Uh, the thing is, I'm not going into that state house to kiss ass all the politicians. No. I'm in there for the people. We the people. And I'm not going in as a politician. I'm going in there as a public servant. I'm going in there as another founding father. That- He's going in there as another founding father. Shall not be abridged. I'm going in there as another founding father. That's spirit, not attitude. That people will hang politically if they violate the Constitution. If they... And I am, uh, frankly, it made me sick to my freaking stomach. Freaking stomach. When the governor is, is yeah, proposed draconian, draconian constitutional gun bills. And you had the head of the state police. There's clapping. <laughs> oh, in the lines. That, that was Dan Badani causing a major, potentially a major life-threatening accident at 70 miles wow. an hour going down the freeway in Rhode Island. And, and I'm using both hands. I don't know. But, well, there's video. I mean, you can look at his Facebook page, and he's, he's actually clapping wow. with no hands on the wheel. Okay. Nice. All right. So, you know what? I'm, I'm so done with that. Uh, you know, the, it used to be, Jody, that before Trump, Chez and I uh, could actually open the show with Dan Badani audio. We had the luxury of taking all kinds of time to make fun of Dan Badani. Not anymore, because there's way more important shit to get to. Okay, no kidding. Here's the next important thing. The House Intelligence Committee Democrats released their minority status report about Russia, and some of the nuggets in here are huge, huge. Okay, we'll start here uh, with this excerpt. The committee has learned candidate Trump's private business was actively negotiating a business deal in Moscow with a sanctioned Russian bank during the election period. This is new news. We didn't know this before this minority status report came out, thanks to Adam Schiff and, and Congressman Himes and Congressman Swalwell and the entire uh, uh, Democratic caucus on the House Intelligence Committee. The committee has learned Canada Trump's private business, the Trump Organization, was actively negotiating a deal in Moscow with a sanctioned Russian bank. 
Spurbank. I think the the bank is Spurbank. <laughs> Sorry, I know it's <laughs> Spurbank is my favorite bank, Russian bank name. Uh, so. I th- I'm pretty sure that that's that's the bank, but they were trying to put together this Trump Tower Moscow deal during the election period. So this is a huge conflict mm-hmm. of interest and a huge reason why Donald Trump is not only compromised, but wants to keep a hands off approach with Russia. And, mm-hmm. and, and you might have noticed that the uh, that Nikki Haley and Sarah Huckabee Sanders each released statements about the chemical attack. Against mm-hmm. uh, that guy Sergey Skirpel in uh, and his daughter, right? And his daughter in England, and but we haven't heard a damn thing from Trump himself. No. Yeah, he's still. It could be anybody. There's a there's a fat guy in a basement. It could, could be, be, a four, be him. Four hundred pound kid in his mom's basement. Yep, could be anybody. Uh, it's Chinese guy. We don't know. <laughs> Meanwhile, Avraham Avi Berkowitz served as assistant. I love that di- name. Yeah, Avi Berkowitz served as assistant director of data analytics on the Trump campaign. The committee has reason to believe that Jared Kushner may have dispatched Mr. Berkowitz to meet with Russian Ambassador Kislyak in December of 2016. Again, new news. Uh, elsewhere, the committee has reason to believe that Peter Smith. Remember this guy who's a Republican? Yeah, the guy that died, right? Didn't he die? Yeah, the guy who died and uh, was trying to get his hands on the Hillary Clinton emails. Right. By by linking up with various hackers, including a hacker who I follow on Twitter named Pwn All The Things. Uh, that was that was one of, one of the I'm hackers. I'm sorry, but that's a fantastic name. I know. It's so funny that I now, that's the first person who I know who is at least 10, because I've had conversations with Pone all the things. And that's one of the first people I know who is now linked uh, somehow tangentially to the Russia investigation. But Peter Smith was, in fact, in contact with the Trump campaign. So there was linkage between Peter Smith and the Trump campaign. And, of course, Peter Smith and hackers looking for Clinton's emails. Meanwhile, the minority has good faith reason to believe that the White House does, in fact, possess such documentation memorializing President Trump's conversations with Director Comey. So this would be, Lordy, I think there are tapes. Yeah. I think you mean my are... shirt will be true soon? I have a shirt that says, Lordy, I hope there are tapes. Yeah, I think it's going to be true because Woo-hoo. this looks like the, uh, the Democrats on the committee think that they have solid reason to believe, good faith reason to believe that the White House does, in fact, possess tapes of Trump's conversations with Director Comey. So those They learned need- nothing from Nixon. Right, right. And, of course, the Republicans didn't subpoena any of that shit. The Republicans barely subpoenaed not. anything. Like, like uh, witnesses would go in there and testify and just refuse to answer any questions. The Republicans would be like, oh, you're just being silly. Get out of here. Go you home. You, look, you know what? Get a good night's rest. We'll call <laughs> you in the morning. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but if you don't want to answer, if you don't feel like answering this, it's fine. It's fine. No problem. No it's problem. Fine. Don't worry. Go back to 1600. Uh, <laughs> okay. So here's the oh, here's the huge takeaway. This is massive, massive, colossal news, just for me personally, because someone I used to do a podcast with is named in the minority oh. status report from the House Intelligence Committee Democrats. Here's the quote: Lee Stranahan. Employed by Russian outlet Sputnik, Mr. Stranahan never responded to the committee's May 9th, 2017 interview and production letter, which the committee sent electronically. So they emailed Lee Stranahan with uh, a production letter demanding that he uh, produce certain documents to present to the committee. 
This is Lee Stranahan. I did a podcast with Lee Stranahan in 2009. And it was mainly during the healthcare debate when Obamacare was being passed. And I got so fed up with Lee Stranahan suddenly becoming this kind of kill the bill kind of guy. He was just right. a, opposed to the to the Obamacare legislation and, and actively campaigned to kill it. And now he's working for Sputnik, doing wow. a show with this guy named... Uh, Oh, shit. Garland Nixon, who is like a Democratic operative who would appear on Fox News Channel a lot. And so Garland Nixon and I, I've appeared on Garland Nixon's goddamn show, too, before he was working for Sputnik. But now Garland. Wait, wait for your subpoena, Bob. Oh, man. Are you kidding? Jesus Christ. Know. Knowing, knowing my luck. <laughs> knowing my luck. <laughs> Tell and- Mr. Mueller hi. It's just so weird that Stranahan is part of this whole thing, that he gets named in this thing. Just a guy I did a podcast with. That's just amazing. And by the way, Stranahan and Nixon uh, invited me on their show on Sputnik because now they're working for Russian propaganda, which isn't suspicious at all, is it? No, nothing to see here. But of course, I declined to go on the show. I said, no fucking way. I don't see. I don't mind going on Republican shows. But right. and I've done it many times before. I used to go on the John Phillips show all the time. I was on there. I was on the John Phillips show last year, actually. And uh, I'm I'm friends online with Jillian Barbary, who's the co-host on that show. But she's uh-huh. she's the liberal on the show, and John Phillips is the conservative on the show. But so I'm not opposed to going on conservative shows. Just I'm opposed to going on shows in the name of Russian propaganda. I, uh, yeah. No, uh, no, I won't be doing that. The committee should issue Mr. Stranahan a subpoena for production. And appearance. Holy crap. This is this is so insane. So not only do I know Pwn all the things, that that hacker, but I also know Lee Stranahan. Oh yeah, you're gonna get a subpoena soon. It's a good thing you move closer to DC. It's easier to find you. Oh fuck. (laughs) Fuck me. Uh so okay. Uh, you know what? I want to come back to Lee Stranahan uh, because we're going to talk about uh, Lee Stranahan during the post-mortem show. And this is okay. the news I was hinting at and teasing about earlier. You uh, tease. Yeah. There's another story involving uh, Alex Jones <laughs> that I want to get to in the post-mortem show. And, and yeah, Lee Stranahan is mentioned. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, and finally, Trey Gowdy has broken with the House Intelligence Republicans yeah. and said that Russia specifically wanted Hillary Clinton to lose, which mm-hmm. by definition means Russia wanted Trump mm-hmm. to win the election. And that, of course, d- differs with uh, Devin Nunes' assessment and, and the entire... Uh, Somebody wants to be on the right side of history. Yeah, yeah. But I will tell you this, I am not, I'm not on board with this uh, White House condemnation of of Russia over this chemical attack in the UK. I have an interesting conspiracy theory on this. And and please don't let me forget, Jody, because I'm going to also talk about this conspiracy theory right at the top of the postmortem show. And you know... I'm not even going to say that it's a conspiracy. I'm just musing here. And if I'm proven wrong, I'm proven wrong. I don't care. But I have a sense of what's really going on when it comes to the White House's condemnation. Because Nikki Haley was pretty forceful uh, at the UN yesterday. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders' statement was pretty forceful as well. No word from Trump. But this at least gives the White House some sort of deniability 
to say, yeah, you know what? We did impose sanctions on Russia linked to the election interference. We did do that. We are being hard on Russia. And my theory has something to do with that. So that's coming up next. Uh, Let's do some plugs here. Of course, Jody Hamilton is at... uh, Take the music down here. The music was really loud. I'm getting so old. My own music is... It's too loud. Turn, turn it down. Turn it down. <laughs> Damn kids. Jody Hamilton's podcast is at from-the-bunker.com. You can follow uh, Jody at from the bunker junior on Twitter. Buzz Burbanks at realmnetwork.com and Michael J. Elston on Twitter. Jackie Schechner's at investigaterussia.org. Kimberly Johnson's podcast with Steph Walton is at patreon.com slash start me up. Follow Kimberly on uh, Twitter at author Kimberly, and that's with an E at the end. That's L E Y. It's a non-traditional spelling of Kimberly. Just remember that. Bear that in mind. Uh, David Ferguson's at Facebook.com/slash/CompromatBand. And by the way, the GoFundMe campaign for David Ferguson's uh, medical bills maxed out five thousand dollars. Woohoo! We did it. Congratulations, everybody. Thank you for supporting David Ferguson, T Rex, and his medical bills. Postmortem show is coming up next. Stay tuned if you're on Patreon. It's coming up right after this music starts or stops. A great way to end the show and I fuck up. <laughs> All right, see you over there, folks. Bye bye. Shut up. Hey. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>